Hello, and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. I think today we, uh, we're going to record a podcast in a little bit about um, some of the videos that we recorded in the high desert when we had the uh, GoPro Fusion 360 camera. It was cool in the high desert. Yeah, it was an awesome trip. We made it out to Fort Rock and Smith Rock. And the Pine Mountain Observatory. The Pine Mountain Observatory. That astronomy really observatory. Cool That's a cool spot. Yeah, it's like owned by the University of Oregon. We went there in the daytime. We've been there in the evening before, but it's cool. You get a view that looks out where you can see like all the way out toward like Burns in the east. You see the like the rim of Fort Rock out there. It's really cool. But uh, I liked it out there. I had a good time like going up and like hiking through Fort Rock and getting some videos and photos and stuff. And then I liked uh, kind of doing that late night trip and, and driving up over to Smith Rock and doing some like rim rock shots of it too. That was really cool. Yeah, it was great. It was cool getting to be there in the evening and then uh, that next morning. Too. Yeah. The morning video that we've just started rendering out um, is really cool. I really like the way that that looks. We've been rendering out like those big files. You'd like huge files mov files yeah like when we're we're trying to render out like the full 5.2k versions of some of these which ends up being a little fast because it doesn't have to transcode it to a different format of video or a different size video from its original it just has to stitch the file together and i guess that's like a lot faster for it um, even though it, it ends up in enormous files like gigabytes on gigabytes of files just for for a few seconds of video it seems like but it was like a 45 second video it was like three or four gigabytes it's a lot every time but um, I w what we were thinking about, though, in this conversation was like, what what computer would you get to do this kind of like heavy or like this more intensive rendering for uh, for video? And uh, like, because right now we just have a, like a 2015 i like Core i5 MacBook. It's OK. It doesn't have like a real dedicated graphics card. You know what I mean? And um, so like uh, there's really not like a lot that we could do with it. So you know, there's a lot we could do with it. It's really fantastic for the types of high definition rendering or even 4K rendering that, that you would have to do for like a lot of situations. But this new 360 stuff is just so hard for us. So I was thinking about and like what we'll probably talk about a little bit more on the podcast is um, like different computers that you would use to do like the, the 360 rendering with uh, ultra high definition uh, video footage and I was thinking about like the Mac Pro as an option because it's been a few years now but I think that's like deprecated too because I think the graphics cards weren't really keeping up the on the internal graphics cards so I don't know it was an idea I had but I think now they've dropped in price and they may drop in price again like later in this year if if, if Apple announces any kind of special like pro hardware but uh, I was thinking about like the Mac Pro as it's dropped in price to like kind of around the, the $1,400, $1,500 price range if you got that, you could maybe like set that up with a bunch and, and just have it process out a bunch of video over time. Yeah. Or, or maybe you would just need an iMac. That'd be pretty cool. That'd probably be an upgrade from where we're at right now. Yeah, well, just with our little laptop. But... You can see more of my work at billynewmanphoto.com. You can check out some of my photo books on Amazon. I think you can look up uh, Billy Newman under the authors section there and see uh, some of the photo books on film, on the desert, on surrealism, on camping. Some cool stuff over there. My name is Billy Newman. I'm a photographer based in Oregon. I do a lot of landscape work. And uh, this image was taken in California on a trip that we did to Mount Shasta to the east side of Mount Shasta, which is kind of a, a really cool spot. It's kind of interesting near the town of Mount Shasta, near the town of McLeod, if I remember right. 
there's a lot of good stuff over there. A lot of good camping too. There's a lot of, um, I think it was the Shasta Trinity national forest that stretches out over there. So there's a lot of public land that, uh, that's developed enough and accessible for, for a number of things you can do for summer recreation. It was pretty cool. I remember going up to a lookout tower up there, checking out some stuff. I think there's a fire lookout tower. Some old timer was up there too. But this image was taken on government camp road, uh, in the evening as the sun was setting. And this is kind of looking up to the, I guess it's the east face of Mount Shasta on the east side. Uh, and it's a really beautiful spot, but I kind of love the angle of it there, kind of the sweep that the mountain had. And I tried as hard as I could to sort of, to sort of square that up the way I wanted and match that up with the trees and the grass and the shadows and get some of those tones. But this was shot on that N80 film camera. Some of my best images from one of the cheapest, most, I don't know, just common cameras that are out there. Really cool stuff, and I love that I got it. It was really fun. Reminds me a lot of great stuff from that trip. It was cool. You can check out more information at billynewmanphoto.com. You can go to billynewmanphoto.com forward slash support if you want to help me out and participate in the value for value model that uh, we're running this podcast with. If uh, you receive some value out of some of the stuff that I was talking about, you're welcome to uh, help me out and send some value my way through the portal at billynewmanphoto.com forward slash support. You can also find more information there about uh, Patreon and the way that I use it. If you're interested or, or feel more comfortable using Patreon, that's patreon.com forward slash billynewmanphoto. Yeah, this summer I've been trying to do a lot to work to get together uh, some new photos, some new stuff to try and uh, kind of build a base and then move from there a little bit. But uh, I'm really excited to try and put up a bunch of the older portfolio photographs that I have. And I was really happy to work on the website a lot this summer. I kind of uh, redesigned a bit of that. You check that out. Tell me what you think of it. It's at billionewmanphoto.com. And uh, I try to strip out a lot of the unnecessary parts and I'm trying to kind of hone it down a little bit so it's a little cleaner but um it's going well i'm trying to set it up a little bit more so it's stream based if that would make sense you know how we've kind of moved toward uh, like the facebook stream the twitter stream the instagram stream um so i'm trying to kind of move it to where like i talked about on the podcast before where um a lot of the media stuff that i put together the video clips the photographs and stuff that uh wherever they do end up going whatever sites i am populating like Flickr and and Instagram and Facebook and all the rest that that's kind of what's shown on the website or, you know, how the, the website's going to try and automatically pull that stuff and ingest that into the website. So I don't have to do it as much. And that's kind of been fun, actually, or it's kind of been cool doing that. But the thing that I need to do, the part that's still left is I need to go through my uh, photo portfolio, kind of the long term portfolio of images I have. And I'm trying to go through and select uh, what would be good to show the work that I've done so far. And I'm trying to do that in a way that's um, more developed than I have before. I've gone through and I've selected, I've kind of picked the photos that I like a lot, but I've tried to do a couple different things. And hey, another truck. Man, that looks like a few tons of gravel in the back. Um, so uh, what I want to do though, with the photo stuff and what I've kind of been trying to work on a little bit is to go through Instagram or to go through Facebook and to try and select my favorite photographs, but then also to select the ones that have been um, sort of chosen by the market. That's another idea that I'm trying to go for. What what do people actually like of the pictures that I take? What are the ones that people seem to connect with the most? So on one level, I'm trying to find all those photos 
and then I'm trying to um, sort of remake those photos or re-edit them or, you know, kind of re republish them in a way that looks sort of new and that's uh, cleaned up a little bit in the way that I can I can edit and create stuff now. Um, so part of the step is that. And then the other part is to sort of learn what people like of the photos I make. And then I want to go out and try and make more of that. Or I want to try and dig in a little deeper on uh, on the part that seems to get the most traction or that seems to be seen as the most valuable. Uh, so on one of those, like, what I've noticed, um, well, yeah, what I've noticed anecdotally so far is that the low light stuff for the the astrophotography, the night photography, the landscapes where there's stars matched in the background seem to really perform really well. And I really love trying to take those photos. And I know a lot about how to lay out the stars that I would want in that photo. Or, you know, I know where the stars are. I know how to kind of line some of the landscape stuff up and I know how to expose for it. So that's a part that I'd really like to get into and push for more and what seems to be uh, a draw of the photos that I take. But on the other side of that too, I really want to do more more fine art photography. That's what I really liked and was kind of drawn into when I first started taking photos even way back on film before I knew how at all. But I really like the fine art side of it where uh, you could go through and try and put the nicest elements together or, you know, try and put a landscape together. But I liked that side of it a lot more than the product or production side of it uh, in a, in a sense, at least. Um, And I've always been really interested in the fine art photographers that are out there or the fine art landscape photographers where you see uh, some of the, advanced kind of work that they put together some of the ways that they're able to put real pieces real elements into a photograph it's always seemed uh so cool when you're really able to be in tune with that sort of stuff and i don't know i've just always loved the the old landscapes and uh, you know old fine art images from the past so that's kind of the stuff that i'm trying to get into but organizing this stuff has been interesting so i'm trying to use this program called scrivener and maybe I talked about it before, or maybe a while back I talked about it. But Scrivener is kind of interesting. It's this, uh, and I talked about it yesterday, I know, but it's this writing application um, that I'm trying to get into. And it seems like it would take a few tutorials to really figure out. It's a little bit more in depth. Hey, gravel truck. Uh, it's a little bit, it's quite a bit more in depth than something like Word. Even though Microsoft Word is uh, sort of an industry standard that everyone has sort of learned on for the last 15, 20 years, it really is a little bit more specific to like an essay, or at least the way I've learned it, but it's more specific to the, an essay format of word processing where you're trying to get a page accomplished and you're trying to edit through that, or you're trying to edit through kind of a single document. And uh, Scrivener is sort of laid out in a way where there's a few more pieces on the side of it where it's really supposed to be a research application or you're supposed to kind of compile uh, different documents of text research or photo research and you kind of put that together and then you're able to sort of assemble a larger writing project from there, Um, which I think is kind of interesting. Like I'd I'd figure uh, like book authors would use a, a writing program like this to work on their character outlines and their story outlines, their plot summaries, and then they would work that into the manuscript that they would make into their book later. Um, So I I don't know. I just think it's kind of an interesting way that uh, they seem to be going or that the program is built to sort of go about it. So I'm trying to get into that and do it well. But one of the aspects I'm trying to do is uh, to put in all the portfolio photographs that I have into this Word document and then sort of sort those photographs and write about those photographs a little bit to see which photographs really seem to connect with me the, or connect and connect with an audience the most. And um, and also what photographs sort of have a story associated with them. I love uh, that 
like if you would follow me for this for a second, you would kind of see that there's a difference between the photographs that are going to be the most monetizable, the ones that you can make money from, like let's say portraits, let's say business portraits for some company. You could get you could get some money for that, but you wouldn't really want to post that in your portfolio of work necessarily. You'd want to, like, at least in my case, what I'd like to do is show some photos from the Imnaha River Canyon, like where we were uh, last week on our photo trip. So you kind of want to move into that stuff, but you don't, it's not going to be the same sort of thing, like those landscape fine art photos or uh, just, you know, the landscape travel, adventure, tourism sort of stuff. That's all going to be on one side of it. And then the other is going to be, you know, senior portraits, business portraits, um, event photography, wedding photography, that sort of stuff. So there's sort of two sides of, of, of a portfolio. One of them's a, a photo product that's valuable for money. And the other one's a, an, an art piece that's valuable because of its aesthetic. And those are sort of different things that you're kind of, as a photographer, you're trying to build both of those up at the same time. It's sort of like two different routes that you have to work on at the same time until they sort of merge together and uh, unify. So it's kind of an interesting part of it. And that seems to be part of the process that I'm in right now is trying to figure that stuff out. So some weeks it's, I'm working really hard on the aesthetic side of the photography. And then some weeks I'm working really hard on the monetizable compensation based side of uh, the products that I want to try and build as a photographer that's in business, right? And there are, those are interesting challenges. <laughs> so, but I guess I've been doing it for a couple of years and it's kind of fun at least to, uh, to get to still be doing it. So a couple of things that I'm trying to do is um, I'm trying to go through and build a new Lightroom catalog of all the photos that I've taken this year and all the photos from the last couple of years so I can organize those and do a little bit of what I'm talking about so I have this kind of tighter collection of maybe the top 100, top 200, top 50, some number in there of uh, of well laid out photo essays and stories with an image you know that's kind of what i'm trying to get to especially for like the fo- the social media content side of it i want to try and have that ready to go with a higher frequency almost all the time so i'm trying to get everything kind of pre-produced right if that makes sense i want all the portfolio photos pre-selected and then ready for me to go if i want to if i want to post those or get those out um, on any given day so it's interesting it's kind of a cool project i worked on it a little bit i'll work on it a little bit here and there when i can but uh, that's another part that's kind of tough i mean gosh i haven't even finished my website yet which i guess the last part is still just this i need to it's kind of what it's been waiting for is i need to finish the selection of the portfolio and then i can build the portfolio gallery and put that up on the website um but so far it's been working great just to send y'all over to instagram i think that's where most of the stuff goes that's where all the current content goes anyway too so Thanks a lot for checking out this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. I hope you guys check out some stuff on BillyNewmanPhoto.com. A few new things up there. Some stuff on the homepage. Some good links to other other outbound sources. Some, some links to books. Some links to some podcasts. Links to some blog posts. All pretty cool. But yeah, check it out at BillyNewmanPhoto.com. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of the podcast. Talk to you next time.